The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. (laughs) Today's ambitious episode is all about what is your why? But first, I'd like to read the iTunes review of the week, and it's from Brooke McCalman. And she says, Katie motherfucking Boyd's podcast is like a really good book or a delicious dessert. You are sad when it ends. She is hysterical and enlightening while remaining real AF. Take the time to listen. You will not regret it. Brooke, email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com so you can redeem your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMFC related. And I'm not going to waste my fucking time today because if you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you've been here a couple times and you don't know what the six deal makers or breakers are, go back to the first fucking episode. Stop being a lazy fuck. Okay, I'm not even going to go into it. And if you don't like what I have to say on the Ambitious Podcast, you need to go into a dark room, light a candle, put on some Jay-Z, and go fuck yourself, okay? (laughs) But we're going to get into it today. We're just going to get down to the nitty, gritty, titty. Are you ready? I am ready. Here's my wingman. This is kind of like my husband. guys, (laughs) kind of like (laughs) His name is Matt Babine. (laughs) Until I screw up and then I'm not the husband anymore. Yeah. Then I just put your head in the guillotine. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking all about your why. And I always love to talk about my favorite topic Mm. is core desired feelings. So- A lot of what happens, as you know, we talk Mm -hmm. about this all the time, is people think like, oh, if I just want a million dollars, I just want a Bentley, I just want to get married, I just want a Chanel bag, and all this stupid materialistic third dimensional bullshit. And what happens is you end up getting those goals Mm -hmm. and then you're still a miserable bitch. And here is the deal. This is why you're miserable. You don't know exactly why you're doing the things that you want to do. So... We're going to talk about our five core desired feelings. These are words that describe how you want to feel on a daily basis and how you really want to feel Mm. while you are attaining those goals. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we're just going to get into it. So I'm going to go through one of mine and I'm going to tell you guys how I came to that word as one of my five core desired feelings. And Matt's going to talk about his. And it's funny because we actually have two that overlap. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we important. were working on this stuff for a while, so Just we so didn't know why the hell we were doing certain things, and uh, I think we sometimes know now. Yeah. All the time now. <laughs> I, am, I am a professional. So I'm going to first go through my five, and then I want Matt to go through his five, and then we're going to talk about why we came down to those, those words. Absolutely. How's that? So Sounds good. These are my five core desired feelings. So 
These five words describe how I want to feel while I'm doing anything. And what I do is I use those words to ask myself the question, is this worth doing? And if they don't hit at least three of my core desired feelings, I say, hell now. Okay. So here are my five. So I want to feel freedom. So free is the word. I want to feel progressive. I want to feel vital. I want to feel abundant. And last but not least, I want to feel fearless. That's what's, awesome. What's yours? Yeah. So mine, uh, number one is progressive as well. I got to feel like I'm moving the bar. Uh, peaceful. I need peace in my life. Obviously, I need joy in my life and being feeling vibrant, really feeling vibrant on a daily basis and abundant. Yes. Those are my five. And those, those, took, me, those took me a long time <laughs> to kind of figure out what I really wanted in life. So, yeah. So my biggest one is freedom. Okay. And yes. you guys, obviously, the reason why I'm doing this podcast today is I want you guys to start as we're talking. I want you guys to start thinking about what your five, three to five core desired feelings are. Okay. That's your homework. That's your ambitious homework. So for me, freedom is like my number one core desired feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for me, first of all, I'm an Aquarius. So we're just free AF anyways. <laughs> and I'm also an indigo child. So ain't nobody going to tell me what to do and when to do it. And I think that the freedom aspect has been like a recurring theme throughout my life. So for me, like when I was a little kid, like I remember coming home one day from school it was like nursery school. And my mom is like, we have to put you on a special diet. And this is before like ADHD was like a thing. Like we were just mm. bad kids and they would like just move your desk like to the other side of the room. <laughs> my desk was always near the teacher. Oh, my, mine, the too. Yeah. mine too. Mine yeah. too. And so my mom was like, the, the nursery school teacher thinks you're eating like too much sugar and too much dye and all this <laughs> shit. So this was, my mom was kind of ahead of the game. And yeah. I remember she had a book called The Dr. Feingold's Diet for Children with Attention Problems. Yeah. And that like lasted like two days. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is I was just born a very free spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why I cannot work for anybody. Mm -hmm. First of all, anytime that I've ever had a job where I had like a boss, I was like fired within three days because mm -hmm. I just would be like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. And the attention too is like, you know, you may not have been interested in what they were saying. No. And now they're finding out about all these kids that supposedly have attention deficit. I use my quotes. You can't see me. Um, maybe you're just not a good teacher. Maybe you're just not finding what juices that kid. Absolutely. And when you do find a teacher that really juices you, right? We could talk about them all mm -hmm. the time. And it was not attention. We were just not interested in that. And we were probably more entrepreneur. Yes. Oh, right? I was, Looking back now. Oh, my God. From, from the get-go, 100%. So... That's why freedom is so important to me now. And mm. I always tell people, people will come to me all the time and say, you know, I think my, my child has ADHD. And I'm like, your child doesn't fucking have ADHD. Your child doesn't like math because the teacher sucks donkey balls. And it's probably not <laughs> fun because they really love to sing or they love to act or their brain works in a different way. It's like, you know, it's like that story about how um, if you wanted a fish to climb a tree like a cheetah, would yeah, that mean that it was happen. not a, like an animal that was worth having it's on the earth? It's not a good earth? fish, right? Because you can't climb a tree. Right. It's not, that's, that's not, not what way. fish do. Yeah. So why are we always trying to put people into these molds and take people's freedom away? Mm. So what happens to me is when people come to me and they say, hey, do you want to do this thing with me? 
mm-hmm. always say to myself, okay, is this going to take away any ounce of my freedom? Right. And I really think about that on a very deep level. And I don't care how good it looks on paper, how sexy it looks, yep. how much money I'm going to make. I always say no, because for me, my freedom is my number one core desired feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Terry Boyd was actually pretty right though, right? She was right about the food, right? Because it does cause kids well, to go off the wall. Well, then she just beat me with wooden spoons. Yeah. And after you ate the food. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> another, that'll be another day, right? When you have that, her That's a whole other podcast for a different day. <laughs> and now what about yours? Progressive. I know progressive. that this is one of the ones we overlap on. It's absolutely key for me. And progressive, a lot of people think progressive is um, here I am and I have to be able to make it to here within a certain amount of time. And I found as long as I've been doing this now, I can have a day where I'm, I'm, you know, in sales or in business or in life. I don't necessarily move the meter, but I go to bed that night going, wow, today I freaking killed it. And I feel really good because I wrote down things and I was able to accomplish everything that I set out to do that day. And I may not see it in the bank account. I may not see it like the sale or the business deal or the piece I was looking for for that day, but it is um, on my way. And when you're on your way to doing certain things, that's when you feel good. It's not, it is really the journey. It's not like, okay, now I made this goal. How many times people get their goals and it's like, oh, is that it? You better have another goal to set up real quick because what happens is when you do start achieving your goals, you need to be able to be in that progressive mode. Absolutely. Always moving because we never stop. Right. And I feel my best is when I'm working towards something important, when I'm making something happen. It's something with service. Something with service. If it's something with you or we're working on together or, you know, I'm working with my karate kids, I'm working with the healthcare business at regional home care, I need to be able to see some some results absolutely happening, you know on a, on a tiny basis and also a big basis absolutely yeah. and mine my second one is also progressive mm-hmm. and mine's a little bit different from your progressive so mm-hmm. obviously yes i wake up every day and i want to be a little bit better than yes. i was yesterday but for me if i don't feel progression i actually get anxiety and that's when i get depressed so yeah. if I'm not progressing, I've noticed just because I've been working really deeply with like my, my spiritual journey mm-hmm. is I actually get down in the dumps when I'm not evolving. So every time I'm not evolving, I have to ask myself, okay, where am I spending my time? Am I being a donkey? Am mm-hmm. I spreading myself way too thin? Um, am I doing things maybe for other people because I want them to like me? It's, it's always something like that. Well, it's harder too when you're doing big stuff because big stuff takes time. Like we always say, if you're building a chicken coop, there you go. Bang it up, throw it together, there it is. But if you're building a skyscraper, you're not going to be able to see the results that you're looking for right. on a day-to-day basis. That's why the progressiveness and saying, hey, did I achieve everything I wanted to do today? And I think when you dial yourself back in, because you're working on some big stuff right now, and when you start dialing yourself in that way, you see the results. Like, Absolutely. wow, I can. I go to bed tonight, I really feel like I was able to handle these things right. and I did a good job. Yep. But I think we get so caught up in the moment that we think we're not doing anything, but we're really doing some great stuff, right? right? Especially this big stuff that you're working on. Yeah, you do get, we do get like that sometimes. Like you, there'll be days where I'm just like, what am I even doing? And you're like, Katie, stay on course, Stay on bitch. course, stay on target. Like, Matt is my realer inner, right? Because I yeah. can get really, I'm kind yeah. of a drama queen. I don't yeah. know if you guys noticed, but I can no. get really oh. off my rocker really not quick. Not at all. Ooh. Your, your second one is joyful. Yeah, joyful. I have to have joy, you know, and I, I um, grew up in a kind of crazy family. I don't know, we, we, you know, I grew up in a dysfunctional family and I really, really need joy. In other words, if I'm going to do something, it has to bring me joy. Now, does it mean 
a conversation could be joyful. The people I'm around is joyful. Uh, when I get up and I work with intention, that's joyful. When I'm serving my clients, customers, family, friends, that's joy for me. So I have to do things that are joyful. Absolutely. If not, I'm like, you know, I'm like you. It's like if it doesn't line up with joy, yeah, there's going to be work and there's going to be 10% of stuff that you have to do, right? right? But if 90% is joyful, there you go. It's a no-brainer. Well, that's I'm doing why it's it. so important to as your work or as your career, do something that actually really sparks your heart because on the days where it's really tedious, you're still like, you know what? Today sucked balls, but I'm, I'm feeling joy because I know that I'm progressing. Yes. You know? And I, and then you really, I have not really worked for the last 20 years of my life. I can honestly say that because I have times where it's time to push, but I'll tell you 90% of the time, I really am juiced about what I'm doing. And I think you can say the same thing. Absolutely. I mean, you're owning your own business and the stuff that you do. So right. even though you didn't name joy as one of your core desired feelings, it definitely is. I mean, I like joy. <laughs> Joy's fun. And the good thing is you can change them as you grow, right? right. You can change them. So I've swapped around my, um, my uh, oh, yes. feelings you as can, well. You can yeah. totally do that. And I've done that a couple of times as well. My Third one is vital. I need to feel vital. And mm. what I mean by that is, do I love to deep throat cheese raviolis? Absolutely. Yes. Do I love to get jiggity with the wine? Mm-hmm. But I know that if I eat like shit and I drink a lot of alcohol and I don't meditate and my sleep is off and I'm surrounding myself mm. with low vibrational energy vampires, I am not going to feel vital. Yes. So that's why when people call me and they're like, hey, girl, you want to go get like white girl wasted? And I'm like... No, no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm on my way out the door to go with them. Yeah, Matt's always like, I'll go with you. <laughs> You're not going to go out tonight, Katie. Is right. there cigars also involved? The cigars are involved and oh uh, I can get, I can get uh, God. a little wasted. But I'm not the... saying I'm not a fun person because if you guys are friends with me or know me on, a, on an intimate level, I'm very fun. Yeah. But I've kind of just switched my life around to say like – being like hungover and like having explosive diarrhea after I eat <laughs> a bowl of pasta and then just feeling super out of sorts because I'm not doing my spiritual game, like all those types of things, like that just for me, it's just, it's not good for me anymore. No. So I just say, you know what? Thank you for the invite. But if you want to like go to a yoga class with me or do something spiritual, I am there for that. Yes. But I'm just not about wasting my time like drinking and eating and just doing nothing. And you know what it's like to be an optimal shape, yes. right? You know what it feels like to wake up and you, you know, your mind is sharp, your body sharp, you yeah. feel really good. And when you throw certain things in there, you're not going to be the 150% Absolutely. how you like to function. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be a high performance human. Yeah. That's like my goal in life. Yep. And because I deal with so many amazing women every day, yep. like when I go to the gym, I want to give them 110% of myself. I don't want to be like listening to someone and then I'll like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking hungover. Oh my God. Like we've all been there. I've done it. I've gone. I told you when oh I used to go to work, I used to pull in and, you know, when I was, uh, what do you call it? Years ago in college, yeah. we'd just go from a party right to work the next day. I'd be like, oh my God, just five more minutes, Fuck. two more minutes sleeping in the car. The and then worst. you go to work and you have to pull it out. I've then, done it. Uh, I've done it. I used to be not good. at my old oh. Katie Boys Misfit Club and I would pull like an all nighter yeah. and I would be in <laughs> my car and I would be slapping myself in the face and I'd be like, get it together, get it together. And you'd make it through the day you would and then you'd go out that night well th you know then, then what i would do is i would go to shanghai 
Tokyo yes. and get a fucking poo-poo platter for like four. Yep. And I would be like, oh, like the kids are going to be so excited that I brought this poo-poo platter home for them. And then I would just fucking eat the whole thing myself House and like it. drink sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> and then I would like put my faux leather pants back on and I'd go to the club again. Don't yeah, it buddy. Over. It's repeat. I couldn't do that now. <laughs> if I don't get my nine hours of beauty rest, I'm a fucking shit show. <laughs> so vitality is my third. That's awesome. My third. And yours is, your next one is vibrant. Yeah, I need to feel it's very cover girl of you, Matt. Yes, I have to feel. Dude, I want to feel vibrant. I feel today. vibrant. Well, I don't have any hair, so I have to feel something flowing. And I guess it's going to be the freaking vibrance. They haven't know, seen yeah. your back. Okay, yeah. Well, that's that gets some hair in the back. I, you know, is it funny? It grows everywhere, but on my fucking head, yep. it's like unbelievable. I can't stand it. Five but, o'clock shadow in the crack of his ass. <laughs> so, anyways, I'll tell you, I, I have to. That, Change I just, the I just thought about that in my mind. So, what your what, hairy ass crack? Yeah, I have to see it every crack, day. Yeah. So, all it's right, a let, real treat. I'm going to get back on point. It's a real treat. So I can feel some progression. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I need to feel vibrant. I need to feel like I am alive. I have to meditate every day. I have to take care of my body. Do I like a good chicken palm? Absolutely. Oh, God. Do I like a nice martini? Absolutely. I love a few martinis. But I know <laughs> when I do it, I have to, what? Recover. It takes recovery time. And I'm not my optimal. So thank God I have my wife to help me keep on Help me be more vibrant. Jesus Christ. More, more often than not. <laughs> I'll fucking make you vibrant, motherfucker. Ooh, All a, right. I was hoping. <laughs> so my fourth core desired feeling is abundant. So mm-hmm. I didn't I used to have wealthy. And it doesn't align with me because it's not all about money. Abundance is really about just having abundance of everything, abundance of love, abundance of time, just abundance of freedom, abundance of all your other core desired feelings. But do I like money? Absolutely. And money likes me as well. And it's funny because I was talking to Matt and Matt was like, you know, why is abundant like one of your five core desired feelings? And I said, you know, it all started when I was a kid. Mm. And I wanted a Barbie dream house. Oh, boy. Do you remember back in the day, the Barbie dream house? Oh, my God. It was like my jam, and I wanted it so bad. And I remember I was like five years old, Mm -hmm. and I was driving around town with my dad. And, of course, you know, he had a butt hanging out of his mouth, and we're talking, (laughs) and, you know, it was the 80s, so it was totally normal. The windows were probably rolled up as well. (laughs) Totally normal. And um, I kept saying, Daddy, I I want a Barbie dream house. I want a Barbie dream house. And he saw this broken down split in half uh, old dollhouse on the mm-hmm. side on the side of the road. It was out in someone's trash. So he like pulls over to the side of the road, gets out of the car. And I remember like looking out the window like, is this motherfucker serious? He's going to like, this is not <laughs> a Barbie ch- dream house. This the- is like fucking ghetto <laughs> AF. Okay. This is like the, this is like the ghetto Barbie dream house. It's not a dream. It was a nightmare house. And I remember him picking this bar- Barbie dream house, quote fingers, out of the trash. And I remember these little girls were in the window and they were screaming at my dad. Mm. That's my old dollhouse. You're a loser. You're poor. And I just heard those words. I felt, I was five years old. I felt so fucking embarrassed for that moment. Mm -hmm. And I remember like bringing this fucking dollhouse home and like playing with it. And I think it like, it was made out of metal. So I would like cut my fingers on it and shit. Mm. And I remember like being five years old and, and declaring, I will never, ever want for anything. Mm -hmm. Like when I want something, I will buy it. Right. And when I need something, I will have the funds to buy. I never 
from a small, like a young age, I never wanted to feel like lack. That was an imprint. Right? Oh, absolutely. Big time imprint in your mind to say this is never going to happen to me, right? I yep. mean, that's huge. And then I huge. remember my dad's friend came over and he, I had just got a new bike and I was, again, like six years old or something. And his friend ran my bike over by accident. He like mm. backed up and just mangled it. And then I remember the next day my dad went to the dump and got me a bike and mm. the wheels were like all just like, they were they were falling off. The thing was like all fucked up, and I just remember like wheeling this bike around my yard, and I'm like, "This is wrong. Like right. I never want to feel like this again." So from a very young age, my whole life, I've been super entrepreneurial, um, a go getter, <laughs> hungry. Because from that moment as a child, I never wanted to feel lack yes. ever again. And am I mad at my dad for that? No, absolutely no, not. Like, I, I love my lesson. dad. Like yeah. he, they were, everyone's trying their best, but I remember this so vividly in my mind. And ever mm. since then, that day, those two days spilled over into my adult life. And that's why, you know, people are like, you're obsessed and you're crazy. And like, you never rest. And it's like, yeah, cause I never want to fucking feel like that ever mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's an imprint. It's funny because when you mentioned that, I thought of an imprint. I need a Xanax now. Ah. <laughs> no, we don't need a Xanax. <laughs> hey, no, but the same thing happened to me. You know, it was funny because we were moving our home when I was younger and I was still in bed. It was like during the summertime and they were, my parents were trying to sell the house and the realtor, I'll never forget, uh, goes to my parents, well, if, to be able to hold this deal together, you get this deal, you need to come up with, have to have $1,000. And $1,000 buying a home or getting involved in a home nothing. is nothing, right? And I heard my mom and my dad say, oh, we don't have $1,000. And that was like an imprint to me. I was like, whoa, that's freaking crazy. And it just stuck with me. And it, those are the things that really start to create you to be able to move in the direction that you choose to be. Right. Because now you have a choice. When you're older and you're in the United States of America, you choose. You get up in the morning. You work as hard as you want. You take the chances that you want. You have everything here. Right. And, you know, everyone's self-made. There's only so many people that will admit that they're self-made. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. And so that was a really a, a, a imprint for me as well. And, and to talk about abundant, now the money thing is not... Is, is, is important, but other things are more important. I want to feel abundant. I want to stand, be able to stand in my power, yes. right? That's abundance to me. To be able to stand who I am and know who I am, that's feeling abundant to me. Absolutely. Also being a person uh, that you're meant to be, right? And, and have abundant relationships, not hanging around a bunch of people talking about a bunch of bullshit that you're not interested in. Right. You want to have great relationships. That's abundance to be able to say, hey, I can pick the phone up and I have a problem and I can get the answer to this problem or I have somebody I can kind of commiserate with if I'm dealing with something, yes. right? That's huge. And also to have an abundance of love, right? Because right? you can have all the money in the world and then you come home and your spouse is not the one you want to be with and you're not in love right. or whatever the case may be. And so many people love that. Live that way. Yes, right? absolutely. And, and don't get the experience. And that's really huge abundance. Huge. Right? Yeah, tough. totally. Yeah. And my last one is fearless. Mm. Fearless. So I kind of was playing around with the words, do I want to be brave? Do I want to be courageous? But I want to be fearless. And being fearless doesn't mean you don't have fear. It means you feel the fear, but you fucking do shit anyways. Anyways, yes. And I'm in this like amazing space in my life where Everything I do every day, I feel so fucking uncomfortable. 
Like mm. every day I'm like, this doesn't feel very comfortable. <laughs> and I'm doing all of these, um, you know, talks coming up yeah, yeah. and I'm um, doing Kripalu and all these things. And, <laughs> and I'm like, every morning I wake up and I'm like, fuck, no one showed up to Kripalu. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or like someone doesn't show up to my talk and there's like four people there. And then like the room starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That was a dream you had this and then morning. I fart and oh. I shit my pants and then there's just shit running down my, this is like a real thing guys. So, but when I feel this way in my dreams and also in my waking state, I know you're doing big growth work. You're being fearless because yes. as we always say, nothing good comes from a comfort zone. And what is it that they say too is the the, uh, the cockpit shakes the most when you're about to break the sound barrier. Absolutely. So what happens if the guy was doing it? He's like, oh my God, this plane's really going too fast. I better <laughs> slow down. No, he goes, this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, sonic boom. Absolutely. Right? So you're ready for the sonic boom. Yeah. Bit. So, you know, <laughs> it's like everything that we want is on the other side of fear. Yes. Everything. Everything. Unfortunately. Right. That's how it works. And that's why people <laughs> never reach their true dreams, goals, and desires because they are so afraid, afraid of being judged, afraid of failing. Mm. Let's be honest. If you're a successful person in this day and age, you probably failed more times and fucked up more times time. than not. Yes. I could do a whole freaking <laughs> podcast just on how many times I fucked up and failed. Believe uh, me. I don't, think there's, be enough, very entertaining. I don't think there's enough tape for me. No. <laughs> Seriously. But guess That's what? Fuck up. We're, li- we're living our dream <clears throat> lives right now. Yes, and yeah. it's only getting better because yes. every time we feel the fear, we take a big, deep swallow mm. and say, no, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's truly what living your best life really is all about. So I challenge you all to really start thinking about what your five core desired feelings are. And then what you do is you use those words in every decision that you ever make in your lifetime on a daily basis. Yes. Right? Because you probably think about these words, right? Absolutely. Like all on the a daily time. basis. All the time. Do you have any examples where you've and, used it lately? Well, my last one is is being peaceful. That's my that's my last one. And it has to be I have to feel peaceful, right? Because I grew up in so much craziness. You give me so much peace. And uh, thank you. Piece of ass. All right. If it has to go that way, that's the way it goes. <laughs> no, I, I have to feel peace, right? I can't hang around with negative people. Absolutely. I can't hang around with people that are fighting or having conflict, right? So I have to be able to, I mean, everyone has the problem here and there, but if that's that way they are, yes. oh my God, I, that's not what well, I want to do. Grown up in a, when you've grown up in like a tumultuous household. Yes. Like our house, if you ever come over our house and mm-hmm. some of you here have been to my home, it's so peaceful. Yes. Like when people walk in, they're like, oh my God, like I don't want to le- le- like leave because it's just so zen, mm-hmm. but we work so hard to, to make it, it that, that way. way. And, it, and it's so important, right? Because you're out in the world, you're doing your thing and you can't control everything that's going on out there, but that's where you go home to, right? right? So who comes over our home has to be, you know, at that level. Mm-hmm. I can't have, you know, Craziness. I'm riff raff. Riff raff in my of house. Craziness. Right. Or worse, people you don't think are riff raff, they become riff raff. Oh, that happens sometimes too. You think people are cool right? and shit hits the fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I want to end today with uh, this really beautiful poem. Mm. And it's by, um, he's an American uh, poet, and his name is Charles Bukowski. And this is what he says If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, and maybe even your mind. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision. It could mean mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. 
All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. And if you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods and the nights will flame with fire. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight that there is. Wow. You that like was that? Awesome. That you was get fantastic. a boner? <laughs> I saw it moving a little bit under the oh, table. Oh, God. Yeah, be yeah. alone with the gods. <laughs> so if you want to hear this podcast episode again or share it with a friend, send them to the United Podcasts Network.tv. That's unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. You can also find this podcast and the vodcast video on demand in case you want to watch it. Find this episode and all previous episodes on unitedpodcast.tv and please subscribe. And like I always say, thank you for being crusaders of the ambitious movement and see you next <laughs> Tuesday. Bye, guys. Ow, ow. <laughs> that was beautiful. Nice job. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.